Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yo, 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 what's good? This is Craig Shapiro from the Craig Shapiro Tennis Podcast, and you are listening to the Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And guess what, folks? We are bringing back an oldie but goodie. (laughs) We went off and did a commentator's episode maybe a year ago, and we are going to talk about it a little bit more today. Bryce. How do you feel about talking about these commentators? I feel really good because if you remember, for the longest time, that episode, which I think is episode number eight, we did it during our pilot phase. Yes. But it's out there on the website, you guys, if you want to go listen to it. Check it out. Um, that's the one where our hot topic was on the, the commentators. And I mean, that was our most listen to episode for a really long, long time. Right? I guess people would like vibing, you know, us going in on the commentators a little bit. Exactly. So, yeah. we, apparently we just need to do it again. <laughs> but see, this time around we, we'll have a little more focus. Right? Yes. So yes. this time we're going to talk just about commentators from the Tim's channel. Mm-hmm. And specifically, the commentators that we've been seeing during this pandemic time period, right? right. So right. Uh, there have been some new faces we've seen. Yeah. And um, look, this is just our opinion. We are spectators and viewers like everybody else here. Um, and you can like our opinion. You can don't like our opinion. <laughs> exactly. The commentators can feel loved and supported. They can feel hated on. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. This is how we feel. We're going to put it out there. Why? Because it's our show. <laughs> Exactly. And I want y'all to understand, we just had some pizza and some chicken wings, so we are feeling what? Right. You better know it. The belly is right. <laughs> well, and, and we did play tennis before. Yes. yes. So we, we got the exercise in. That's right. I mean, I know our team name should have been called Jelly Roll, Jelly. But, but we was out there, and that was the most important thing. That's right. That's right. And see, folks, Bryce has actually been out there what like once before couple twice, times, a couple yeah. times and see this is my first time back so you know what i am going to own that jelly roll status because who could not move people was your boy i was hitting stuff just like look if it ain't coming towards me it's just not getting hit well we were both doing that so yeah so you're right we did earn what we ate so now we're feeling good and we are here to kind of talk about some of these commentators as bryce mentioned so, Bryce, who do we want to start with? Well, let's start off with two of the commentators that aren't so new. Yeah. Chanda Rubin mm-hmm. and Lindsay Davenport. Yes, two of our absolute favorites. And why are they two of our absolute favorites? Because they the bomb. That's why. <laughs> I mean, they these ladies, I'm first of all, Chanda Rubin, let's just be clear. We we know Chanda, we've interviewed Chanda. Chanda is the benchmark, in my opinion, as it relates to the commentators, especially on the Chins channel. She is doing her thing. To me, she is the one that folks should be trying to aspire to. And the thing that I love about Chanda, what she's starting to do, because I think she's starting to feel a little more comfortable in her role, 
you hear a little more of the sister girl That's right. in her, right? And she talked the other day about getting her hair did. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Come on now. And, and, and so I appreciate that, that she is what? Revealing her true, authentic self. That's right. While completely remaining professional. Exactly. Exactly. And and so, Chandy, you know we love you. You know we always going to give you some shine. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Lindsay. Exactly. Right? And Lindsay, to me, is just, I, I've, again, we've seen Lindsay's progression. She started right. off a little rocky, but Lindsay has, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little rough there. But Lindsay, <laughs> Lindsay is the bomb, though, now. Right. I love whenever I see that she's going to be on the telecast. Right. I love her insight. I just love her frankness because if Lindsay don't agree with something, she'll put it out there and be right. like, you know what? Uh uh-huh. this ain't right. And I just I just think that she is so well rounded now. I mean, she brought a family into a couple right. of the little telecasts. I thought that was cute. She's doing the little challenges with them and mm-hmm. I, I just I I just adore Lindsay. So I think she does a wonderful, wonderful job out there. Man. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm a big fan of this Lindsay version two point Yes. Um <laughs> No, no, seriously, yeah, because yeah. you know, like we said, she started off pretty rocky, but um I, I, for all the reasons you just mentioned, mm-hmm. um, I, I love her as well. So we have, I failed to mention in the beginning that we're going to talk about five different pairings. That's right. And so this first pair of Chanda and Lindsay, we're big fans of both. Yes. Keep it up, ladies, doing an amazing job. That's right. Uh, and we love you guys. Represent. Now, <laughs> our second group yeah. is, or our second pairing is really two of the newer, really the newer ones. Commentators. Yeah. One of them being, uh, is it Nick Pereira? Nicholas Pereira. Nicholas Pereira. Yeah. Yes. And why am I missing oh, Michael Gambill? Yeah, Jan Michael Gambill. Why could I not remember what the J stood for? I was like, it's not James. Jason. It's not James. Jim. <laughs> Boy, those chicken wings were they good. Was good, right? I'm trying to tell you, folks. Listen. So yes, Jan, Jan Michael Gamble. And I liked him when he played because he was oh, yeah. double hands on both sides, and he used a Prince tennis racket. That's so. exactly right. He was our Monica Sellis on the men's side. Uh, yes, he was. So go. now I tell you what. Yeah. I like these guys. Yes. I like both of them, and I'll start with Nicholas Pereira. First of all, props to Tennis Channel for adding more diversity. Yes. Uh, and I, he's somewhere in South or Central America. He was like Nicaraguan or... Yeah, I, I didn't get it. I, 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 I apologize if I'm offending. I'm not saying the right uh, country he's from, but... Mm-hmm. You know, bringing in that element where they did not have that voice on the tennis channel before was is, is great. Yes. And and to me, he comes across as very genuine. Yes, he's knowledgeable. He was a player. He knows the people. I just he's very pleasant to watch for me. Absolutely agree. I just I just I just enjoy his his thought process and just thoughtfulness as he's mm-hmm. giving his comments on players on situations. I just really like Nicholas. I think he's a great ad right. for the Tennis Channel. So, yeah, very, very much a fan. And then Jan Michael Gamble, you know, he's refreshing because unlike some of the other people we're going to talk about, <laughs> um, you know, very positive, yes. uh, very knowledgeable. He also doesn't direct the conversation always back on him and what he did in his career and, and all of this and all that. Right. Uh, you know, uh, the only thing that I, I, I'm, I'd like to see him change a little bit is sometimes he looks like he's 
he has this look like he's always worried like somebody's about to come over his shoulder and beat him in the head with a bat. <laughs> I mean, have you ever know? I mean, he he always kind of has like this, like he's looking over his shoulder type thing. But you know, he's gonna get over that. That's gonna be okay. Yeah, my great nobody coming at you. Nobody coming for you. It's all right. Yeah. And besides, you do CrossFit, so you should be able to handle up on the menu. <laughs> right. If they do come up on you, put the things on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Jan Michael. Um, I, I really both of these guys, Jan Michael yes. and Nichols. I good ads for really, the team. Really, really, really good ads. I like it, like you were saying. I was a fan of Jan Michael Gamble even in his playing days. Yeah. Loved loved his game. You know, he was kind of like a little level below Andre Agassi, but at the same time, you could tell that the fitness, the focus was there, and everything. And yeah, I, I, I really, I was, I was, was a fan then, and definitely a fan now that he's a comic. So good job, Jan Michael. Yeah, both of you guys both of keep, you. Yeah, keep up the good work. That's right. Now, this third pairing that mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about is they commentate sometimes, yes. but primarily they're the hosts yeah, they're, of yes. the of the show. And uh one of them is Brett Haber mm-hmm. and the other one is Steve, Steve. Wiseman. Yep. So Isaac, what What's your gut feel on Steve? <laughs> Let's start with Steve. Okay, we'll start. <laughs> okay, we'll start with Steve. Okay, <laughs> Steve, I like Steve Weissman. Uh-huh. I I like him. First of all, it, it was funny because first of all, he looks like he's two years old, right? <laughs> um, and so I always thought he was this very, very, very young guy thrown into this tennis, you know, you know, uh, this commentator role, and he's handling his business. I mean, he's. You know, he's directing people, he's directing the discussions and conversations. I just felt that he always did a very good job of that with a very good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I just immediately liked him. I was like, all right, this kid's got it going on. Right. Later, little did I know, because <laughs> he made a comment, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I've never, I've not been able to, um, I guess, confirm his age. But I do remember him making a comment when they were talking about Roger Federer, and he was actually saying that, well... Roger Federer is, you know, younger than all of us on this on this panel. And I was like, what? I was like, hey, I thought you were like 26, 27 yourself. And apparently he's close to 40, if not 40. Right. So that even gives me more respect for him as it relates to his ability to really direct those resources. Because, right. I mean, when you're talking about your Mary Carrillos and your Anna Cones and all the people that kind mm-hmm. of flow in and out of there based on right. this new format, the fact that he's controlling that and doing it so well, right. I am a big fan of Steve Weissman. What's your thoughts on him? Being? I love his professionalism. Yes. Uh, he is, you know, I always look for that Hannah Storm type role, that Chris Henry. He's in the same vein. I, I wouldn't put him on their level. Um, Not quite yet. Yeah, yeah. But, but he's right on the road there. And uh, I don't know how big his tennis background is, right. but um, from a broadcasting perspective, he is... He's very solid. I, I, I much prefer him to <laughs> his partner in crime that we haven't matched up with. <laughs> so, folks, let's just go ahead and preface it. So, we paired him with uh, Brad Haver, who also does a lot of what Steve does as it relates to hosting and directing some of the, you know, the resources there on the Tennis Channel. And we talked about Brett Haver in our episode back in I forget when we were recorded it. Yeah, and um. Let's just say our opinions maybe haven't changed. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Bryce, how do you feel about Brad Avery? <laughs> you know what? For a moment. 
Yeah. For a moment, I thought it was changing for me because yes. when they interviewed him from home uh, about, what, three three weeks three ago? Three weeks ago, I believe. Yeah. yeah. He was at home. He, he seemed very chill. calm mm-hmm. and all that. I was like, okay, this guy may be all right. He may, Maybe he was just, you know, a little uptight when he was on the set and all that kind of stuff. Boy, he came back on the set, and he picked right back up where he left off. I mean, okay, first of all, well, you know, he's uncomfortable to look at. And what I mean by that is that he always looks like he's so swollen. (laughs) Up there, and like he, right. he looks like he's uncomfortable, and, and he doesn't have a big enough suit or something. Yeah, yeah something's it just looks wrong. like something's like and what, too tight. And when the camera's on him, and they have like they they have the three panels on the screen, and yeah. he's in the middle, and yeah. so he doesn't think like the camera's like really looking at him, and he just makes these facial expressions <laughs> that are just they're off putting. Yeah, <laughs> it just it, it it like disturbs my soul a little bit, you know. And, and, I, I don't know. It just and then the thing is is I don't he just seems like he's gotten more aggressive yeah. with him being a little snarky and smart aleck and and you know, I guess I'm down with that if you do it occasionally, but it seems to be a part of his thing and it is not enjoyable for me. And and apparently Jimmy Arias now, who we will talk about later <laughs> we are about to talk about, yeah. Is just <laughs> His do it guy, right? He just goes after Jimmy, which I'm not too bad at all. But he just goes after Jimmy, and it's just like we don't want to see all that, you know? Yeah. And then the other thing is they got to work on like catching his breathing, right? Because (laughs) did you catch when they had him? He was off the screen, but the microphone was still on him, and all you heard was breathing. Yeah, that breathing. And I'm just like, dude, man. Dude, I have been on multiple conference calls where you got somebody with a mic all up in their nostrils, and you were like, yo, whoever that is, put yourself on mute, because all we are hearing is breathing. We try to conduct the meeting. I, I mean, I just, he's not, I would just say, and you know, he may be a really nice guy and a great father and a humanitarian and all that, but... He is just not my favorite. He's got a couple things to work on. I want him to work on them suits, though, because he just... I'm serious, bro, because I'm like you. I agree. Them suits just make him look swole, and it's very uncomfortable, because you, you be... Because, you know, you feel the way that the, your, your, your host watch. or the person you're watching feels. Right. And if they sitting up there looking all tight and yeah, all my chest confined, tight. My chest... Exactly. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my goodness. But you know what? But maybe that's not his fault because yeah, that's, that's supposed to be wardrobe. That's a stylist. That's wardrobe. Exactly. And and somebody in wardrobe don't like Brett Hayden. <laughs> All right. Brett, let's just put it out there. There you go. The lady or the guy who's in wardrobe, yes. they are not your friend. No. So you need to go ahead and let them go, get you a new stylist. And hey, this how you were at home, how comfortable you were. Yeah. Bruh, come on tennis channel set like that. I ain't gonna be mad at you. I'm gonna enjoy that because why? You will look comfortable, therefore I will feel, feel comfortable. comfortable. Exactly. That's all I want. That's all we want for you, friend. And the and the the <laughs> thing as as if this is not enough, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The other day, yeah, he was talking about Lori McNeil. Okay. Right. Oh, oh yes. You know, one of our sisters. <laughs> this sister, yes. And, yes. you know, he's trying to do the right thing and roll down her stats. <laughs> and he says, 
she reached a career high of number four. Yeah, no. <laughs> that that would not be Lori McNeil. Let me tell you about, we would talk about Lori McNeil a whole lot more if she ever hit number four in the world. Right. You confused her with the other sister. <laughs> That's the other sister. Zena Garrison. Yes, Zena Garrison. Right? Yes, yes. And I was kind of, our sister. I was halfway expecting for Chanda to correct him. But I understand yeah, yeah, she just probably know, was you like, you know, no, don't be putting your job in jeopardy. Exactly. Don't, no, don't come clown. We'll, but we'll do it for you. Exactly. <laughs> we don't have a lot of like historic black stats in tennis, right? Four, we six, don't have nine. a lot of vintage black stats. Like, so let's yes. get the few we got right. Exactly. Lori well, McNeil reached number nine in the world. Yes. Not number four. No. That person that was named Zena Garrison. Garrison. I know they both black, but. <laughs> Zena, right, number four. You don't hear them mixing up Lyndall and McEnroe stats, <laughs> you know. Let's not mix up Lori and Zena. That's right. And granted, the one thing that I'll give Brett that might be a little bit of a pass uh-huh. is I know he was probably just reading from a teleprompter. Right. So whoever put that stat on the teleprompter, number one, needs to be fired. Yep. But number two, it just shows you the depth of his knowledge about tennis. Right, right. Because he should have looked at that and be like, that, that don't, don't sound, sound right. right. Exactly. That just don't sound right. Come on, Brett. So we trying now, but we, you got some work to do. Right. So. You got some work to do. So we won't get off Brett because people don't think we got something against him, you know. <laughs> So if you are fun, let's go to number four. Yes. Pairing number four, which, uh, once again, these are two of our newer commentators Mm -hmm. on the Tennis Channel. Yes. We have former number one doubles player in the world. Yes. Mark Knowles. Mm -hmm. And we have previous top five singles player on the men's side, Jimmy Arias. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to go out there and say... You know, in the past, I've liked both of these guys. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought Mark Knowles was an amazing doubles player. Absolutely. Uh, Jimmy Arias, growing up, he was one of two people, he and Yvonne Lindell, that I kind of patterned my forehand after. Nice. Unfortunately, the broke side of my forehand is like Jimmy Arias. <laughs> but nonetheless, he, you know, he had That's an amazing true. forehand, That's right? right? That's right. But how do you feel about them as commentators? Okay. So... And I agree with you. Um, I, well, I never really followed Jimmy Arias, but I definitely followed Mark Knowles. And Mark Knowles is my dude. Bahamas, number my. one in the world. In fact, um, him and Nestor's, I, I, I was hating on Nestor's because Nestor dropped Mark Knowles. He did, yeah. Uh, you know, just with no notice and was like, dude, I'm out. And it's just like, that ain't right. Um, so I've always kind of had a little spot in my heart for Mark Knowles. So from that standpoint, he's my dude. Commentating side, I believe that Mark might be following kind of the Lindsay path. (laughs) (laughs) He's just kind of starting off a little rough. Right. And he's got some fine tuning and some tweaking that he needs to do. Because for me, he's just, he's coming across a little bit on the boring side, a little bit too staunch, if you will. I need him to loosen up. I need him to just be be Mark. Because I think I've seen him before where he's just been more, it seems like he was more, um, I don't know, just, he just was able to really speak on certain things with mm-hmm. a little bit more comfort, right. whereas now it just seems like he's a little tight. And I don't know right. if it's just now that he's not a player anymore mm-hmm. and the commentating thing is his main gig, right. that is that pressure there. Right. Let that pressure go, Mark. Mm-hmm. It's all right. You were good when you started. You can be good again. Right. Let's, let's, let's just get yourself out this little bit of a dull 
dullness. I like your comparison to Lindsay because um, I, I like his spirit. I yes. think he's got the right spirit. Absolutely. And so, I, I, you know, I know he's new and I'm not going to knock him for being new. So let, you know, he needs to ask Lindsay for the digits in terms of whatever <laughs> right. classes she, she went, went to or whatever and get herself right. <laughs> and I think he could be good. So I have, I have fingers crossed for Mark. I agree completely. Yeah, now with Jimmy Arias, I'm, 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 I can't say that I'm enjoying his, his, his being a commentator. And I actually had the opportunity to meet him at the, at the UCLA tournament. Very nice person. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, very nice in person. Very, you know, you know, we talked and, and, and just very nice. But I guess he just, he comes across as just being a little too negative. Yeah, it just seems like every time someone says something, he's always like playing devil's advocate or always saying something negative about it. Right. And I'm just like, and like you were saying earlier, sometimes that's all right, mm-hmm. but you can't you can't ride that all the time. No. And I just feel like he is just being negative all the time. Yeah. And my whole thing, actually, even with Chinarius, and this was after I met him, but even before the whole commentating, when I found out about, you know, the squad with Arthur Ashe and you had Connors and McEnroe and him and I forget the other dude and they were just acting a fool and should have swept the Davis Cup and just acted an ass and, and then you got Arthur Ashe all turned up and angry. At that point, I was like, you know what, Jimmy Arias, I'm salty with you. Right. You, don't, you, don't, you don't do Arthur Ashe like that. Right. And so that sort of sits with me as well now. So maybe I look at him from a, a different pair of lenses now. But I just, I'm not that happy with him. No, I mean, it's it's one of these things where you know in your gut whether you en- are enjoying listening to somebody or mm-hmm. if you're not. Right. And he triggers me when he starts all, like you said, that negativity, yeah. uh, all that talking and, and being very sarcastic and, and um, being very demeaning, I think, sometimes on on certain things. And it's just... He needs to get that together. You know, once again, I can't blame any of these people. I blame the person that sat there and watched him do his test commentating (laughs) and said, like, yeah, we should put him on the show. (laughs) That person needs to be fired because this dude, some people have it. Yeah. And some people don't. Some people just don't. And I don't, I I know he's working with IMG, Mm -hmm. the Academy. You know, maybe that's your call. Maybe that's his calling. <laughs> you know, we know uh, uh, Nick Balateri is not in the best of health, so maybe he needs to go down there and play a stronger role. Well, there you go. But in terms of his his contributions on the tennis channel, uh, he is really. I mean, when he and Brett Haber are both on, oh lord, yeah, television is going on. Media. I just exactly. I fast forward. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah. I have to be honest with you. So, fellas, y'all need to get y'all get yourself right. Right. Just saying. So, let's talk about our fifth and final pairing. Dinko. Right. And so, <laughs> we have, and once again, these are two, you know, relatively new mm-hmm. commentators. Yeah. We have Prakash mm-hmm. Abitrov. Yes. And we have Andy Roddick. Yeah. Andy. So let me tell you about Andy Roddick. Yes, yes. I have never been confused for being an Andy Roddick fan. (laughs) I don't know if there was ever a time I voted on him to win. Oh, I think the time he played Pete. Yeah. I think those are the only times I was rooting for Andy Roddick. (laughs) He could have been playing number 297 in the world. I was like, 
be hit. All right, so so not a fan of the Andy, but to uh-huh. show my maturity and my growth. Yes, I have to admit. I enjoy him on the tennis channel. Mm-hmm. I think his little witty personality, and I think he shows how you can be kind of sarcastic and witty and then not come across as negative, right? right. Um, and now let me be clear about something. I'm enjoying him in these little spurts that they put him on. I don't know if I need two hours of Andy <laughs> Roddy right. on there. But, you know, and he's new starting off. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I think he's starting off really well, and if he continues to grow, I think he could actually be one of the the main commentators going forward eventually because he has the knowledge. Oh God, yeah, yeah, he's got the knowledge. He's got the first, and so so we'll put it out there. I know that you have not been. A fan. I love Andy Roddy because mm-hmm. I told you I met him before a long time ago volunteering at UCLA. Really nice guy, big old handshake, just a very nice kid. Remember, even before that. He was when he was a kid. I remember him. I was in transportation. I went and picked him up, and something was wrong with his little CD player. And I was telling him, I was like, "Well, just put your CD in the in the in the car." Mm-hmm. He threw it in. He asked some, "Sorry, Miss Jackson, <laughs> I am for free." And I looked at him. I said, "Little boy, what, what you know about that, little boy?" And he looked at me. He was like, "Yeah, bro, this is my stuff." So at that point, I was uh-huh. like, "All right, Andy Roddick is okay with me." On the court, I you know, some right. of the stuff he did on the court, I have to say, he did kind of act a little arrogant, a little pompous. That's Americans for you, for that matter. But in the con- but in the interview, media, mm-hmm. he has always been hilarious, mm-hmm. always been just very, very funny. I find Andy to be humble, in mm-hmm. a sense, from the standpoint of he knows the big three. He battled right. them, and he lost to them a lot. <laughs> and they ask him those questions. And to me, I feel like he does such a great job of uh-huh. being professional about it, right. not being all saucy and, you know, because, mm. you know, you could be turned yeah, with right. all that and be like, I'm tired of y'all asking about these motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he, he really does a great job uh-huh. of talking very favorably about them and kind of, you know, just... So I I am really impressed with Andy Roddick. I think he is doing such a great job mm-hmm. as a commentator, and I just I look forward to seeing it. I agree with you though. I don't know about two full hours of Andy, right. but I love the spurts. The yes. spurts of him are absolutely priceless. They are excellent. Andy Roddick, you do you, brother. I yeah. like it. That's been a huge surprise for me. Now then you have Prakash. Who is becoming like everybody's favorite, right? <laughs> yeah, Who doesn't yeah. love Prakash? Come you on. know, come on, great personality. Yes. Um, you know, it, although he may not have all the highlights in his personal tennis career, his dad was his VJ. Dad was VJ. I so, mean, so there you go. I mean, if I didn't do it, my dad did it. Exactly <laughs> right. So, um, and and I definitely grew up watching his his dad. Yes. Uh, so. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, he brings a whole different kind of energy yes. uh, to the set, along with being very knowledgeable, along with having a great relationship with a lot of the current players. Um, I could probably see some of the other commentators being a little jealous of him. For sure. I uh, mean, when you have a personal, well, yeah, when you have a personal relationship with Venus and Serena, and you can call them up and have interviews directly with them. Yep. Can't, can't, none, can't none of these folks that we talked about have any type of, of, mm-hmm. of you know, they don't have that relationship with them. Except so, for Chanda. 
Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, let me get right. That's right. Chandy, because Sister Girl, that's right. right, right. But yeah, sister, her and, and Prakash. Prakash, right. That, that's it. And I just, to me, I love the fact that, once again, Tennis Channel is trying their best to do a little bit more from the diversity standpoint. Yes. As it relates to bringing Prakash, mm-hmm. Prakashan, who is Indian. You've got Nicholas, who we talked about. Mm-hmm. Got Chanda. I like that they are showing a little bit more variety right. in their commentators. So right. keep that up, Tennis Channel. But yeah, we love Prakash. Prakash yeah. my dude. Plus, he's just in shape, like like Crazy real. in shape. Crazy. Crazy in shape. Yeah, so, he, so from that standpoint, I'd be like, Dang, Prakash, for real? <laughs> you want to make a brother feel that bad? Dang. <laughs> well, listeners, we hope that this has been either informative, enjoyable, we're not exactly sure what's the right adjective uh, for this, but we have enjoyed we it. Fun. We had to get some of this off of our chest. And I, I completely understand that if Brett Haber is not coming for me, but what? I'm right, I'm right here. here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared of you. <laughs> so, so anyway, we wanted to Ooh. remind our listeners that we are going live on Instagram. Yes. Wednesday, June the 3rd, 6 o'clock p.m. Ooh. Pacific time, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, if you didn't know how to make that conversion. There you go. And um, <laughs> come on, holler at us. Talk to us about, you know, our latest episodes. Let's talk about what's going on in the tennis world. Let's expand this commentator conversation. What do you What do you think? I absolutely agree. Because, I mean, you know, Bryce and I have our feelings about this list that we talked about. And y'all might feel the same. Y'all might feel completely different. But you know what? It's all good. We, we like that. Yeah. We want to have some discussions about that. So bring your thoughts. Bring your opinions. We'll sit up and we'll talk. We'll chat with you. And, and, and we'll, we'll express some other thoughts that we didn't want recorded. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, that is Wednesday, June the 3rd. <laughs> 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific, 8 o'clock, I mean, 9 o'clock. Uh, I can't do the conversion. I'm thinking about some chicken wings left in the refrigerator. 9 o'clock p.m. Uh, Eastern time on Instagram. We're at Brothers on Tennis at Instagram. So with that, we're going to say bye and go hit the rest of these chicken wings. Yes. That in the kitchen. Signing off for today, this is your boy Bryce. This is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Be good, everyone. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.